Okay, don't freak out. My name is Miles Morales, and I'm Spider-Man. Greetings, Spider fans, and welcome to a special point one episode of Ultimate Spin, the first and only Spider-Man podcast that exclusively follows the adventures of Miles Morales and Spider-Gwen Stacy. My name's Brian, and in this episode, I'm joined by my eight-year-old son, Adam, discovering the origins of Miles Morales, having just read volume one of 2011's Ultimate Comic Spider-Man for the first time. We recap the events of issues one through five, and Adam shares his thoughts on what it's like to see someone else as Spider-Man. As always, you can connect with us and find our earlier episodes at ultimatespinpodcast.com. But for now, while we wait to see the ultimate end, let's go back to where it all began. It's time for the ultimate spin. Okay, so for the folks listening at home, why don't you introduce yourself? Tell us a little bit about who you are. My name is Adam. I'm eight years old. I'm in second grade. Uh, I like to ride my bike around. I like to read. I like to read comic books. You like to read comic books. That is why we are here having this conversation uh, today. So I would say in addition to Spider-Man, because I know you're a huge Spider-Man fan, what are some comic books or comic book characters that you enjoy? I like Bone, um, Batman. I like Batman too. Is it fair to say Spider-Man is your favorite? Yes. Why is Spider-Man your favorite? Um, I just like that style of character. Like, um, they don't really seem like a lot when they're not really in their uh, secret identity, but the secret identity is pretty cool, but not arrogant like some bears are. Tell me a little bit more about that. Um, like when he's Peter Parker, he doesn't really show off at all. Sometimes he might get pushed around, but um, when he's Spider-Man, he doesn't really want to be too much of a person. He just wants save the day and get on with it. It's pretty interesting. So you and I actually read a bunch of the original Spider-Man stories, right? Yeah. From like over 50 years ago. Do you remember the guys that wrote and drew that? Steve Ditko drew it and Stanley wrote it. Nice. So do you remember any of those stories, those early stories? Yes. Any, any favorites for you? What was the three-part issue called? Which one? You t- you tell me. The um, one with Doctor Octopus, I think. What what happened in it? He's in I think maybe Doctor Octopus is there, and then a big heavy thing falls, and then he has to lift it up, and it takes a long time. The Master Planner yeah, arc. Yes. <laughs> that was pretty cool. Yes. So I was in the comic shop the other week, and I saw that Marvel had reissued a bunch of their older comics as part of a series they were calling True Believers. I don't really know what that was about, but what caught my eye was one of the issues was the debut 
of Spider-Man, not Peter Parker, but Miles Morales. And I thought it would be interesting to pick it up and let you check it out and see what you think. Because on the show that I do with Nora and Kyle, we had been talking about Miles Morales and his recent adventures. But this is from a couple of years ago, about four years ago. So this is actually how his story began. So I thought it'd be interesting to have you check it out, knowing nothing about the character and nothing about how somebody else could be Spider-Man. Not to mention this story that we haven't really covered on our show and talk to you about it and see what you think. Sound good? Yeah. All right. So Miles Morales is uh, very different than Peter Parker, right? He's First of all, he's younger because when we were reading... The original stuff, Peter Parker was in high school, but Miles seems to be a little bit younger. And so speaking of school and Miles, what is Miles, What where is Miles when we first meet him? He's with his mom and dad in um, New York City. He doesn't um, really have like too grand uh, like a family, like he doesn't have the richest family in the world, but they're not like poor people. Um, they're an average family. But his uncle, um, he's not allowed to go over there to his uncle's because his uncle is um, a bad guy. His dad and his uncle We're, don't really get along, right? Yeah. What is Miles doing when you first see him as a character? He's going to um, a lottery to get into a school. Yeah, what did, you, what did you think of that? What's that about? I didn't know you had to win a lottery to get into a school. <laughs> uh, I mean, it seemed to be pretty important, right? Yeah. There were only... It was. I thought it was interesting because it was a room that was packed full of kids and their families, and they were all trying to get a spot in the school. Why do you think they'd be so worried about getting a spot in the school, especially like Miles' mom was really anxious about it. It must have been like a good quality school. Safety insurance is probably good. Yeah, I think so. I think it's it's a lot of that kind of thing. And so he was, I think his mom was so nervous, so he was nervous about it. Was his dad particularly his dad thought it was a waste of a day. Hmm. Why do you think? Do you think he really thought it was, or what, why do you think he said that? Because he wanted to get his mind off that he was actually nervous as well. Yeah, I think that's that's pretty insightful. But sure enough, um, there are three spots left. Two kids get it, and then the last one, sure enough, goes to Miles. Yeah, and so he he gets into school. But meanwhile, there's some other stuff happening. Um, there's a mysterious thief dressed in purple breaking into what we know to be the Osborne Laboratories, yeah. stealing something. But what else is going on in the Osborne Laboratories with their experiments? They tampered with a spider. Hmm. One of their spiders, I think, created Spider-Man. Yeah, but... I liked how the spider that bit Miles, it was 42, just like the lottery number. That's a good catch, yeah. That was an interesting kind of connection. So, yeah, so the spider ends up kind of hitching a ride with this thief who you figured out 
from the clue that this thief was... Um, Uncle Aaron. Uncle Aaron. And what was the clue that gave it away for you? Well, there were two of them. I Actually, three. Uncle Aaron had the little red box in his apartment. Mm-hmm. He had the bag of the person, and then the spider crawled out of it. Yeah. And you saw the spider come into his bag. Yikes. So, Miles gets into the school, and that's good news. So, he goes over to his uncle to tell him, and his uncle is pretty happy for him and wants to celebrate. Goes to get some snacks, and what happens when Aaron's in the other room? The spider bites him. Yikes! Then what? Then he falls over. Mm Mm-hmm. What what did you think of that scene? Because it's pretty intense, right? He's falling down, and Mm -hmm. stuff is coming out of his mouth, and... What was what was that like for you? Side effects. Mm-hmm. Spider, like a lot of people, some dangerous spider bites. They their mouth falls. What did you think seeing that? Have you ever seen anything like that, that in a comic book? Weird. <laughs> yeah. Not like scary, but kind of weird. His uncle has no idea what just happened. He just stepped out for a second. He came back and he saw his nephew on the floor, not looking well. So he calls Miles' dad. Miles' dad shows up and is not happy about any of this. Mm-hmm. And they start arguing, and Miles takes off, right? Now this is where it gets interesting. What happens to Miles when he takes off? He kind of, his powers start happening. Like he's running, and then these guys are talking, and then one guy is telling another guy they're carrying a big frame. He's like, so I said to the guy, you never read the book, but you go online and talk about it as if... And then Miles just jumps over it. And mm-hmm. then everyone's really surprised. And then some teenagers are talking. Like, or maybe like college kids. But they're talking. And then one of them comes up and he says to Miles, do, do you have anything to eat? Miles said no. So then he grabbed his backpack, and he's like, he zaps him. He zaps him. Now, is that anything that we know Spider-Man does? No. No. There was another power, too, that just sort of happened for him. Do you remember? He was, he jumped over the um, frame, but he didn't, he was sort of embarrassed about that, maybe. So he just turned invisible. Turned invisible. We haven't seen Spider-Man do that either, right? So these are kind of different powers than we know Spider-Man has. So it's very confusing as to what's going on. So this is all happening. He doesn't know who we can talk to about it. So he goes to find Genki. Genki. Tell me about... Who is Genki? Tell me about Genki. Genki's his best friend and he kind of knows everything but kind of wants to show it and kind of doesn't. Okay. And he's kind of funny because he <laughs> doesn't know what he's doing, but he also does at the same time. What do you mean? Like, he's just... He's funny. Like, um, in their dorm... Well, that was later, but... He's just funny, like a funny character. But he is, like, amazed at every single thing Miles can do. Yeah. He's amazed, but Miles is actually kind of nervous about it. Miles doesn't want the powers. Right. So in this kind of universe, everyone is afraid of mutants, and Miles is worried, oh my gosh, I'm a mutant. 
But Genki is pretty excited about it because yeah. he thinks there's a lot of a lot of cool possibilities here. I liked um, how in another issue, Genki was wearing a shirt of another Marvel character. Oh yeah, which one? Howard the Duck. That's right. <laughs> nice catch. Nice yeah. catch. So Miles starts school at uh, Brooklyn Visions Academy, and he and Genki are roommates, and they have a third roommate. Yeah, Judge. Judge. What's Judge like? Judge is Genki would say he's easygoing. He doesn't really get mad at all. Mm-hmm. He's nice to people. Seems like a cool, cool guy. Yeah. So they're at school, and they're kind of getting used to their new routine and Miles is trying to figure out what's going on when they get some scary news that something is going on in the city and it seems that Spider-Man, Peter Parker, has been shot, has been injured. So it's a lot of confusion and people are scared and Miles decides to go see what's happening. Yeah, so he takes off. Now, I know you hadn't read any of this stuff with uh, sort of what they call the ultimate universe version of Peter Parker so they show it in this series what they call Peter Parker's last stand so you saw his final moments against a very different looking Green Goblin than the one we'd seen right what'd you think of this Green Goblin Green Goblin um, in one of the in the first issue it was a report that said Norman Osborn is the Green Goblin he tried to make a super soldier serum Mm mhm like Captain America, but then it turned out to be a big monster. Right. So Peter, or Spider-Man, and the Green Goblin are having their final battle, and Spider-Man dies, and Miles is there to see it. And how does he feel about that? He feels like he has to do something about it. Why? How come? He has the powers, because at the end of um, issue number two or three. It was probably two, but um, yeah, he um can climb on walls, and he uh, he thinks he has to do something about that. He thinks he has to become Spider-Man. Is he excited and brave and like, let's go do this? No. No. Actually, it's quite the opposite. He's pretty nervous. But who is encouraging him to go for it? And what does Genki get for him to help him be Spider-Man? Last year's Halloween costume. (laughs) So he gets him a Spider-Man suit and Miles puts it on and feels pretty good about it, right? And he goes out and he's ready to be Spider-Man. Whatever that means. So he can jump around. He can stick to walls. He's got speed and some strength. He's got the zap power. He can turn invisible. And he runs into his first bad guy. The kangaroo. And what happens? How does it go? Not so well. What happens? He gets thrown into a wall by the kangaroo. It was like ten times bigger than him. Yeah. And what's the... What's the general response to people seeing somebody in a Spider-Man suit? That is some bad taste. <laughs> that is some very bad taste. So it doesn't go so well. So being Spider-Man is not as easy as it seems. Yeah. Um, and so he decides, this is not for me. But Genki keeps encouraging him to do it. Yeah. And he gets another chance to 
to try and prove himself when there's a fire. Yeah. And he tries to rescue someone. And how does that go? Does that go smoothly? No. No? What happened there? The lady didn't want to be touched by him because, as I said earlier, the city doesn't like mutants. So the lady he's trying to get out of the building uh, doesn't want to deal with it. So what happens to her? He tries to get her out the window, but he drops her. Oh, no. But then they have a parish. They have a trampoline. Mm-hmm. What do the firemen make of this uh, strange person that uh, well, rescued the lady? Well, first they're like, get the blank out of here. <laughs> and then, and then um, when he rescues the little girl and then he jumps over the fire truck, one of them was like, Pootsie Spider-Man was black. Because <laughs> that was before Spider-Man died. Right. So it, I guess being Spider-Man, the lesson here for Miles is it doesn't, it's, this is not easy. This is going to be a pretty challenging thing to do, and there's no one really to show him what to do. He's got to kind of figure it out. Mm-hmm. Then he encounters somebody who is not happy at all that somebody is running around in a Spider-Man costume. Now, I remember when I read it, this was a big surprise. What did you think of this person? Well, why don't you tell me what happened? Who kind of corners this imposter Spider-Man? Um... He's going on a building and his head buzzing. It's spider sense, but he thinks it's cancer. He doesn't know what it is, right? Kicks him in the head. So then, there's a person in a Spider-Man costume, sort of. Like it's red and white. Mm-hmm. And it's a lady. Mm-hmm. It's a Spider-Woman of that universe. Yeah. She's a little different, right? So she shoots webs... Like this. ...out of her fingers. Yeah. Yeah. And so, how does she feel about this this kid? She thinks it's the worst thing that could possibly happen in the whole entire universe. <laughs> so what do you know about Spider-Woman? He doesn't really want anyone else to have Spider-Powers besides her. Yeah, that's really all you kind of find out. Like, she's just very upset about it. And like she Miles... Has she has a blog? Yeah, Nick, um, Nick Fury said, out to all of the, to all the ultimates. You're like, but I want to stay. You could write about the disappointment on your blog. Out. <laughs> well, tell me about Nick Fury. What is, what is that about? What's... He's like, um, he's like their leader. Mm-hmm. But he doesn't have any superpowers. He's just a person with the pistol and the high patch. I guess she tells, Spider-Woman tells the other ultimates there's this new Spider-Man. They're trying to figure out what to do about him. Right? Yeah. And so they bring him in, and what do they talk about? His uncle, and how he shouldn't go out with that costume. Well, what about his uncle? That he's a a criminal called the Prowler. Okay, so now we know who that thief was in the beginning. And and what was the other part? Um, he shouldn't go out in that costume. Why not? It's offensive. It's offensive. Which is pretty interesting, right? Did you agree? What did you think? I would think, like Genki said, um, he was honoring him. Mm-hmm. But I guess if someone died, you don't go around wearing their clothes. Interesting. Yeah, it's it's kind of a tough, tough thing to figure out. You know, it, the interesting thing is when they killed Peter Parker in the comics, the people reading the comics were furious at the time. Like, how could you do this? 
And then they announced, there's going to be a new Spider-Man. And they said, no way, I'm not reading this. And they said, yeah, and he's going to be a kid. No way. Yeah, and he's going to be black. No way, you can't do this. And then the story started, and it was... It wasn't like another version of Peter Parker. It wasn't the same story at all. It was actually quite different. Mm -hmm. But I think it was interesting that in the story, people were upset that someone else was going to be Spider-Man, just like in the real world, people reading the comic were upset that somebody else was going to be Spider-Man. So I thought the the message was he's going to have to figure out a way to be his own Spider-Man. But he got the new co- he got the new costume. Where'd the new costume come from? Um, Spider-Man without the costume on. Mm-hmm. Well, back up, though, because um, he had to yeah. prove he was worthy of being Spider-Man. Electro broke out of a prison. Mm-hmm. And then he started shocking everyone. And then he started beating up all the um, Ultimates. And then he was about to shoot Nick Fury with his electricity when um, Spider-Man showed up invisible behind him carrying like a huge big metal box and then he threw it on him. Mm-hmm. And so Electro thinks that he is Spider-Man. But then he's like, how are you still alive? So then he turns invisible he's like, where are you? And he's like, heck if I know. And then he zaps his whatever called it like a thingamabob right and then he just starts going really crazy with electricity and Nick Fury just shoots him ouch yeah but then after all that they decide alright we'll give him a chance he can he can be Spider-Man yeah but he can't wear that costume so they hook him up with a new it was the one he designed but he never showed that design to them right you're right he kind of sketched out different colors right so what do you think of his new this new Spider-Man's costume. I like it. Yeah? Yeah. So... I, I said it must be hot to wear on a sunny day that's 90 degrees. Yeah, I would agree. Black is a, a tough color to wear on, on yeah. summer days. So, five issues. What did you think? So, this story is written by... An, uh, the writer Brian Michael Bendis and the art was by Sarah Pakelli. What did you think of the artwork? I thought it was cool. Yeah, did you have any favorite scenes or images? I think the way she drew Electro that was a cool. Yeah, really cool lighting for him. Well, that that was Justin Ponser. Justin Ponser did the lighting and the color. Oh, excuse me, I'm sorry. But <laughs> um. I also like Care Andrew. He did the the cover work, right? Yeah. Those are really cool. And I do. Did you have a favorite? Like Rembrandt's. Re- really? A modern Rembrandt's kind of. Interesting. So what do you think? Five issues in, do you think someone else can be Spider-Man? Do you think, now that you've yeah. read this... Yeah, he could be Spider-Man. But then there would still be Spider-Man in the normal universe. So if you had to, on a scale of, you know, 1 to 10, 10 being the best ever and 1 being, oh, this is awful, what would you give this series so far? A 9 and 3 quarters. All right. Why, why is it not perfect? What, what didn't you like about it? Well, I never say anything's perfect. That's why. Oh, smart man. Okay. I just don't say anything's perfect. I think Kyle would approve. Yes. <laughs> he might. He might. 
Well, I love you very much. I had fun talking about Miles with you. Did you enjoy the series? Yes. You had a good time? Yes. All right, well, we'll check out some more. Maybe we'll check back in. What do you think? Sure. All right, see you around. Okay. Thanks for joining us. Okay. All right, bye. Thanks for listening. Don't forget to visit us at ultimatespinpodcast.com where you can drop us a line and stream or download our earlier episodes. You can like us on Facebook at Ultimate Spin Podcast and find us on Twitter at The Ultimate Spin. In the meantime, I'll be back very soon with Kyle and Noor to talk about Spider-Gwen number four. We'll catch you then for The Ultimate Spin. Ultimate Spin.